0: Checking too, feeling good. How are you? <sighs> yeah, alright. Yeah, it's podcast time. Hold up, alrighty, it's podcast time. This is the intro. You like Berg? Tell me something that I didn't know. Okay. Well, tell me, did you know this? I'm secretly really good at that game, go fish. At least I used to be, if we're speaking truthfully. Haven't actually played since, like, um grade two or three. But enough about me, I got a podcast for that. Oh, that's where we are? Um, ignore that. So here's some more raps, like Jonas uh, Valanchunas. When I shoot a basketball, I do not aim to miss. And how are you, miss? Or should I say mademoiselle? All you gotta say is that rapping was swell. I'd be happy as hell to say again and again, I'm Bergie. Welcome to Le Man. Again and again. Welcome to Le Man. That means Le Weekend. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of your friends. Yeah. And Le Man. <laughs> There's just a jolliness in the air right now. Jolliness is in Le Air. Jolie. Le Francais. That means pretty. Prettiness is in the air. I don't know what it is. I'm just. Kicking it. It's good to see you back. Is this your favorite podcast of all time yet? Can I ask that? Is that is that too soon? You're my you're my favorite podcast listeners of all time already. Let's just make this fair. I just want some some fairness. You want some fairness? Kansas City Royals made it to the World Series. They did not. They did not bring it home. Game seven. They lost a valiant effort. San Francisco Giants took it once again, but it was an exciting run. So once again, shout out Kansas City Royals. I know they all listen to this, so (laughs) since last we spoke, Halloween has come and gone. I did not get my a new costume together as I was hoping for. I was thinking about doing original Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy classic, Classic edition of Yondu, with the giant red fin mohawk and the half-naked body. I mean, I w- wouldn't, yeah, but I didn't do that. <laughs> I wound up going, uh, had to reuse a Halloween costume. Not always my first choice. Only done it once or two times, I think, in my Halloween costuming com- career. I updated a Richard Harrow costume from a couple years back. Boardwalk Empire. He's kind of got a creepy 1900 style face mask because he had uh, a war injury, and they made a fake half face for him. But it was the 1900s, and the, the, the half face technology was was not that advanced. So yeah, uh, there's something kind of spooky about him, and he's a great character on the show. So I uh, I went as that for Halloween. Shout out the Tooth Fairy; she had the best costume, I think. That I saw Tooth Fairy from Cabin in the Woods. I also saw Groot. Groot, there it is. I said it. <laughs> I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. Groot, there it is. I don't even care. His costume was amazing. I was at the Silver Snail Halloween Party. snail Groot was on stilts. And If you know Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy, that is... That's a tough character to pull off with or without stilts, but this guy who dressed up like him, I think it was a guy, maybe, maybe it was a girl underneath. Could have been anybody. Maybe it was an actual alien Groot. But his costume was amazing, and so was uh, Krang. Saw Krang from Ninja Turtles. Robot body Krang with the pink brain Krang in the stomach. Yeah. I, pu- I put up some pictures. I finally got on on Instagram... If you want, I have pictures up there from Halloween. Uh, my handle is the word burglar. One word, the word burglar. Instagram, having fun on Instagram, posting some pictures of action figures right now. I'm doing a little mashup. I'm calling hashtag Age of Cobra. Basically, what it is, see, uh, Cobra in my scenario that I've that I've kind of come up with in my brain. Uh, cobra are teaming up with Marvel's greatest villains. And uh, together, the combined forces of the Avengers and G.I. Joe need to team up to take them down. So the story is slowly unfolding within hints of my action posed based figurine diorama scenes that I'm posting on Instagram. So hashtag age of Cobra Instagram. Yeah, like (laughs) what? What can I say? I'm I just figured I'd put my toys to good use and take cool pictures of them. I'm kind of having a lot of fun with that, so, uh... Like Nirvana, being rude, no apologies. I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> Wait, what? Where are we? I'm, I'm here. I'm eating plentils doing a podcast. Yes, plentils, the unholy DNA merging of potato chips and lentils. That have the crunchy... You, you love... they don't sponsor this I just bought them because I was excited to see a new type of chip inspired product it's an unholy merger between potatoes and lentils or polenta and lentils but I think it's potato and lentils potato chips and lentils, plantils makes sense, you got it I also learned at the grocery store where I purchased the plantils there's a new cheating scandal about to erupt yeah, in case you're waiting I mean, we're all waiting. I mean, it's, it's, it's cheating scandal eruption season. So there's a new one around the corner. According to a very unreputable looking magazine of photos of people that I don't know and don't care about and all look really fake. But, you know, if you're into new cheating scandals, they have one for you. But enough about that. I got my coffee. It's a weekend. It's fun podcast. Let me tell you what's going on today, okay? We've got an interview with Grandpa Funny Book. He's coming back. He was here on the pilot episode, if any of you checked it out. Good old Grandpa Funny Book's gonna come in because I've got a question. Uh, I'll explain that in a minute. Also, I'm gonna tackle the issues, bringing that back. Uh, a couple comic books I wanna talk about. Few people have asked me what am I? What have I been reading? I mentioned last episode with Nug. Uh, I've been reading a comic called Birthright. I'm gonna tell you what that's about. Really enjoy that as well as one one or two other little things. And we get to debut a track from the new Swamp Thing album, Outer Limits. So this is gonna drop before the album comes out. So you're getting a little bonus on the weekend from the family, of the Swamp Thing. A big shout out to Nug Nargang who was on last episode. If you didn't check that out yet, go get, go go check out all the the past episodes. If you got any ideas or questions or suggestions, drop us a line. Weekend at burgies at gmail.com. Next episode, we've got Thesis Sahib, which is going it's gonna be great. He's an old old pal, Backburner, one of the original founders of Backburner Crew. So we're really gonna dig deep into some Backburner Crew history. That's gonna be an awesome time because he is a super awesome and entertaining fella. So make sure you come back and join us for that episode. Yeah, speaking of awesome fellas, Grandpa Funny Book comes on today, and I had to ask him a comic art-related question. So, I was thinking about, I was reading The Death of Wolverine that just came out. Wolverine is dead. It happened. And I was thinking about earlier this year, the first appearance of Wolverine, which was drawn by Herb Trimpey, sold the first original page, okay, of the comic book art, the first appearance of Wolverine on this artwork sold for $657,000. For that kind of money, you could buy your own Wolverine, like a living Wolverine, like at least 600 of them. I mean, what's what's the going price on a Wolverine right now? 1000 bucks? Yeah, exactly. 600 living Wolverines or one paper one, sure. That's a lot. $657,000 for a page of artwork and it's just a cameo it's he only shows up in in the last panel and this is actually some good trivia for you the first words that he says on this page are all right you freaks hold it (laughs) and he's referring he's he's yelling at the hulk and wendigo because the first appearance of wolverine is from incredible hulk 180 which is from 1974 and Hulk and Wendigo, they're they're having a fight. And they're just duking duking it out in the forest. And Wolverine just shows up and challenges them to a fight. Okay? You're like, who is this guy? Little did you know he was going to be the biggest Marvel character of the next 30 years. But yeah, he just jumps out and he's like, all right, you freaks, just hold it. You know, fight me. <laughs> yeah, Wolvie was crazy right out the napkin. But is a page of art like that, is it worth... I know Jay-Z had all those references on the Magna Carta album uh, about famous art like Warhol and Basquiat and Da Vinci, uh, Shepard Fairey and Picasso and Francis Bacon, and someone added it all up, and all the references on Jay-Z's album Magna Carta apparently add up to something like $500 million worth of original art. So, you know, if I was rapping about comic art, I'd have to find some... Some pretty expensive original pages. That's why I wanted Grandpa Funny Book on here to explain to me what what goes into making a page of comic art expensive to help to help us all understand. Thought it'd be educational and fun for everyone. <laughs> so let's just get into it, okay? With me today is a legend of the comic book industry. He's been revolutionizing comics since the 1960s. He's one of my personal favorite. ...comic book creators of all time. You know him already, I'm sure. You've created all your favorite special characters. Please welcome the one and only Grandpa Funny Book. Greetings, committed enthusiasts. Hey. It's me, Grandpa Funny... Yeah, oh, they- I just introduced you, Grandpa. Okay, well, uh, do they know that I'm the creator of all their favorite special characters? Uh. Like, uh... Man of stars or the bi-racer? He's the bi-racial racing man who races both ways, forwards and backwards. Yeah. He also drives the biplane. Uh, it's a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks so much for coming back to the podcast, no. Grandpa. know, well, you, no, you hey, know I'm a huge it, fan, so this I, is... Um, it's so special to be here uh, with you, Bergie, and you know... You know, I once invented a podcast, right? No, actually, I had like, yeah, no, no, no idea. No, it's true. Huh? I mean, it wasn't one of these fancy computer radio programs, okay. uh, but uh, it was a magical spell that I was used by uh, my character, oh, the war sorceress. Oh, yeah, I know yeah, the The sorceress, sorceress yeah. of war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she used it to concoct deadly elongated seed vessels of leguminous plants that would ensnare her foes inside of them and also help her guard it. Oh, I don't think I have that one, actually. I'm I'm sure you can find it at your local nerd hole or funny book establishment. Uh, It was very popular back in, like, 74. Yeah, I'm sure I can track it down. Uh, Well, look, I wanted you to come on today to help me figure out what makes page of a comic book more valuable you know the artwork and what defines the the different prices you know i was hoping you could explain ah, what makes yes, it, yes. What, yeah well, well just consider me a cracker jack hot shot for you all your art based inquiries sweet thanks i appreciate oh i that. love art i yeah i figured oh, yeah art. Art is the best. I mean, yeah. without art, you wouldn't have a funny book. No, you need course the not. words and mm-hmm. you need the arts. Yep. And the arts, oh, the arts. I'm a, a huge arts patron. I, Ob- yes, I know. Obviously. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, I. Right now, okay, I got you. This time, yes. Yes, so pricing of comic art art pages. Okay, so here it is. I'm talking to you about pages of original comic book art valuation affordability factors, commonly known as pukbevaffs. So. Say you wanna buy a page of some pictures of your favorite special characters, yeah. like Captain Smasher, love Captain or Smasher. Ironing Woman, yeah, yeah. or Rat Force, mm-hmm. or, or even the lovable Lambassador. Oh, I love Lambassador! Lamb- I, I know Lamb- you do. <laughs> okay, well look. The pricing you see is based on the kind of actions that are happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because people love looking at pictures of actions. I do. So of the course, more yeah. the actions, the more the money. Well, yeah. I mean, back in the day when I was working with Moogie McFingers, oh, we sweet. called him that because his fingers were always kind of right. Mo- Moogie, we did it as a Moogie thing. Yeah, Anyways, yeah. they were. Moogie was 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 working on some some action poses, okay. but then people were just not doing anything, and we said, "Hey." You got to make him, give him some action or something. I mean, give the, give the guy a sandwich at least. Get, let him get up and, and live his life. I mean, no one wants to read that. No, so no. if you've only got a few shekels to spare, you can you can probably get something simple, okay? okay like, yeah, uh, that like a page of a regular character sitting on a bench having a sandwich mm-hmm. and thinking about his feelings and Talking to a bird or something, but you want the action, yeah. Right? I prefer like you gotta pay for those actions, right? See, so adding a punch to a page is gonna bring your price up, that's gonna go up about 10%. Oh. Then a punch and a kick, well, you're looking at about an extra 15%. Really? Okay, ah, <laughs> uh, now the pricing structure, like, uh, if someone is jumping while well, punching. Well, add another 5%. I mean, any single limbed attack really will add 5%. Really? Any single limbed uh, attack? A yelling jump attack, oh boy, those will cost you an easy 23 to 27% increase. That much? Uh, most actions actually will add to the total cost. Like, say, yeah, uh, a, you got a page of original artwork featuring uh, my special character, Mom Nipotent. love Mom Okay, when she's yelling at a kid while jumping from a from space yeah. with the vacuum mm-hmm. that's running. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's uh that's a jumping action while yelling with the space vacuum. Well, would you get the idea? Yeah, that's, that's a lot of action. That's a lot. Yeah, so why would that be more okay. though? Well, why? Well yeah. well look, kid, let's be honest. Two characters having a coffee and some cheese at a fair. Mm-hmm. That's just not exciting. <laughs> not really. But nope. if you throw in a flame engulfed madman getting okay. Kicked out of a helicopter by right. a heroic special character like Man of Stars. Well, well, you get what I'm putting down. Yeah, yeah I'm picking it up, Cramp. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. That's uh, well, okay. that's a great well, explanation. It's the funny books, right? And yeah. that goes back to the age-old question because people say, "Why do you think people are so attracted to funny books?" And I always tell them, "It's the action, it's the actiony pictures." Right? People love to see mm. pictures I, of I people doing. Punching, mm-hmm. kicking, jumping, swimming, lunging, uh, somersaulting, spinning, flying, moving, jogging, jumping jacking, really? paragliding, uh, okay, window yeah. washing is technically is in action, oh, okay. maneuvering in a busy mall parking lot, uh, yeah. okay. surprising, it's engulfing. Making, loving, hugging, supposing, achy breaking, bicycling for two, composing, directing, injecting, subjecting, jesting, what? nesting, refreshing, brushing, combing. And that's the magic of funny books. Oh well, thanks so much oh, for coming well, by. Thank you for having me. You know, you know where I live. Anytime I you want to talk about special characters. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. Well, thanks. Okay, okay we'll talk Stay soon, committed. Grandpa. Committed. I will. All right. Take care. Wow, Grandpa Funny Book, what a guy! What a coming by. Just sharing his knowledge. We are we are blessed here on the weekend. I got to I just got to tell you. And now it's time to get into a segment that we started in the first episode called Tackle the Issues. And you know we had to keep that tag. Ta- tackle ta- tackle, ta- tackle ta- ta- the Issues, where I try and tackle some issues of comics that I've recently read and uh, I thought you might want to know about. Okay, first issue I'm going to talk about Birthright. It's from Image Comics by Joshua Williamson and Andre Bresson. Issue 1 hit the stands uh, last month. Issue 2 just came out. So I've only read two issues. Really digging it right now. What's the idea? Well, I'm glad you asked. This kid's hanging out, playing in the park one day with his dad. Then the kid just disappears. Poof. Gone. What? Where is he? Family's freaking out. They, They get torn in shambles. No one can find this kid. Years later... The police call. They say, "Hey, there's this guy here, and he claims he's your son. Can you come in and uh, and, and and see if it's him? I, we don't think it's him, but uh, he, he seems to know a lot about your family, and um, it's kind of awkward. Just come down. Come down to the station. Family goes down to the station. They've been torn apart. Their parents are divorced now. It's just it's just been a messy, messy couple years since the kid disappeared. The guy claiming to be their son at the police station." just happens to be a Conan the Barbarian type kind of guy, and claims he's been off living in another land, as you would if you were a Conan the Barbarian type of guy, and he's been off besting wizards and slaying dragons and having all kinds of crazy magical times. So he's got to convince his family that he is actually their son, if he in fact is their son. The family, of course, thinks this guy's nuts, but his brother there's something there, and the father believes him, the mother's not too sure, it's kind of interesting, makes for some interesting drama, some intrigue, some what's gonna happen next issue, it's only been two issues so far, and I, I, there's a couple little things I don't want to spoil here, but Birthright, if you're at a comic shop, check it out, like I say, I'm enjoying it, we'll see, uh, we'll see where it goes. If anything, it's a fun new take on themes that are familiar to us in certain ways. It's got a, yeah, a hint of Narnia, hint of the Goonies, hint of missing. And speaking of missing, if there's one comic that's been coming out this year that I've made sure that when it arrives on the stands, I am not missing it, it's The Bunker. Yeah, how's that for setup? Yeah, not too shabby. The Bunker is by Joshua hale Falcov and Joe Infernari, and it's from Oni Press... And it's about a group of five friends who go out into the woods to bury a time capsule. But when they find the perfect spot that they want to bury the time capsule at, they find instead a mysterious bunker. Of course, they gotta go in and find out what this is about, because that's the title of the comic. And the answer of what is inside may shock you. It shocked them. It shocked me. It's an interesting twist. They find a batch of letters written to themselves by their future selves and these letters prophesize a horrible future that only they can prevent because they are the ones who bring it on to themselves and to make matters worse one of their future selves at least one of them that we know of right now travels back in time to help them prevent or enable the future we're not sure yet Mysteries abound, and I'm really enjoying The Bunker. From Oni Press, check it out. And that's Tackle the Issues, (laughs) and that's Weekend at Burgies, episode 7 in the can. Tight episode uh, this weekend, keeping it shorter. Next weekend, we got Thesis Sahib, so make sure you're back for that. I'm gonna leave you with a track from the new Swamp Thing album, Outer Limits. This album's amazing. Chokely, Civilian, Timbuktu. This is their third album. Can't say enough good stuff about it. It's I, In my opinion, it's, it's the best Swamp Thing album yet. I'm featured on three tracks. I'm not going to play any of those tracks. You can check out the album if you want to hear that. I'm going to play one of the songs that's been stuck in my head since I got this record. It's called Neon Gold. It's a funky head nodder from the outer regions of the universe. And I believe that you are fully going to enjoy your experience with it. If you want the full album, you should come out to Rancho Relaxo, November 14th, doing the CD release. uh, I'll be performing there, Rancho Relaxo in Toronto. And I'm also performing at the ROM next Friday, November 14th, Royal Ontario Museum. I'll be there for the early show. You can get all those details on the internet, wordburglar.com. Post the stuff if you want to find out more. Drop us a line anytime, at at weekendatbergiesatgmail.com. Shout out Beat Mason, as always, for the Fat Beats. Modern Superior for the dope podcast. Check out Time Bandits. Drink along. See you next Wednesday. All the shows. And that's it. Let's get out of here. Thanks for hanging out on the weekend, guys. Take care of yourself. We'll see you soon. Peace i yeah. watching stunts drive up on Sunset Drive. Rebark pumps with lights when the sun sets. I'm a damn menace. Movie mask on loose. Still dropping blockbusters like that man Tom Cruise. Michael Myers in the booth. The truth, no mystery. Swinging absolute to keep that mustache crispy. Plus, nuts swinging like some medicine balls. In the harbor, dropping paper that the president's on. I'm rocking out in a cigar boat suit to the side. Puking my ride. Then I make a move to the crime. Hotel flashlights, damn vacant and tall. Cell phone. Like a brick when I'm making a call Lace in the mall with ocean fronts right to your face Type of the place to go and make your life an escape Palm trees glow green with a touch of the red Clutch on the floor, Lambo on 110 Busting Uh. the door, rambo with the muzzle of can. Duchess on torch, lamping with the hustle on Zen Damn, it's saying catch wet sharks in a big mo. Gold coast bars yeah. deep in a speedboat Yo, you know the Stilo, dope with no placebo Posted with my people, souped up without the miso so cerebral, these homies run the freak show. Ghost the machine, the legacy, you know the sequel. Go, go. Step to the New Gold Coast. Go Bright right, like big bosses, no joke. Go, go. go deep with the shine like soul glow. Go, go hot days, but the nights are stone cold. Go, go. Step to the New Gold Coast. Go Bright right, like big bosses, no joke. Go, go. go deep with the shine like soul glow. Go, go. hot days, Yo. but the nights are stone cold. Go, go. You big babies in hot water, it's bath time. Call at light speed, flash drive. Fuck a hand glide. I got rockets that propel through hell and computers throwing gang signs. Yeah, tequila sunrise up, no curfew. Burn fuel, turn loose with turn juice. Fresh to the death of a salesman. Derail trains, get planes to tailspin. So what you want, yo? Can I pick twice? Peace and my name up in high pink lights. Vice for the stash, like Johnson and Swanson. No swan song, Swamp Thing is a constant. Knock you unconscious. Me Tarzan. rolling deep with the Foot Clan Bebop band Steady rockin' crisp garments Peacock flam Poppin' up a strip club Poppin' neon jam Seagulls land and do a dance Right in the spot Marry the game? Shit, man, we tighten the knot Like it or not Robots move with the cash Drones always on the go Steady screwing that ass Take two and then pass Till you be on chill Get blasted like laughing At Egon's grill Electric suits with the neon belts Same old same Genius Leon Fell. Go, go, step to the New Gold Coast. Go, go. right like big bosses, no joke. Go, roll deep with the shine like so glow. Go, go, hot days, but the nights are stone cold. Go, go. step to the New Gold Coast. Go, go. right like big bosses, no joke. Go, roll deep with the shine like so glow. Go, go, hot days, but the nights are stone cold. Go, go. Neon, something flashy, you know what I mean? <laughs> bit are for real. Bring some business in. No, no, no. you know, uh, it's yes. oh, neon. Yeah, neon. Neon, has been a presentation of a Modern of Media Network. go, go,